Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. How's it going? This is Joseph and Janelle Banks. And this is the love we're dying for and hope you've been having a great week. We have um, hope you got out to vote. <laughs> we're in voting season for the elections. And this particular episode is about politics, but not about politics. It's more about how are you and your spouse dealing with not just the elections, because the elections is basically a metaphor for how you're dealing with your relationship in your home. That's why we titled this episode, Is Your House Divided? Um, As we know, during this political season, um, there are a lot of thoughts people are having. There are a lot of campaigns going about. People have, like we have, sent in their absentee ballots already. There are people who already voted, showing off their little voter stickers and whatnot online. And because of this, especially this particular election, things have gotten kind of heated. Words have been thrown around and there have been a lot of thoughts on, you know, who you're going to vote for or what is this person's platform or, hey, do you like this person or not? Right. Also, even I guess some people have gone so far to say, well, you know, you may not be a Christian or you're not a Christian if you vote for a particular candidate. Right. There was an article put out by John Piper, which is sparked a, a lot of controversy. I've, I've read a little bit of it, but there's a lot of people who did not agree with what he was saying, or they didn't agree with parts of what he was saying. Mm. And, you know, we have to look at things from a biblical point of view. And of course, John Piper is a well, he's a former pastor, but he actually has a blog out called Desiring God. And there are other pastors and other bloggers who are saying that, you know, he's a great preacher, but he's missing the point. Mm-hmm. And there are others that are agreeing with him. And for us in our home, Jen and I, we, we talk about politics, kind of, <laughs> but really politics is just a result of what people are feeling in their hearts and what they're thinking in their minds. And ultimately, our view of God should dictate how we do things politically. Now, everybody's going to be the same. Everybody's going to see things the same. But there should be some things that we believe and there should be some things that we hold true to. And there should be some attitudes we should have in general when dealing with politics but ultimately when you're dealing with how do you relate with one another in your home right. and uh let's kind of go over a few things well we know that in our country is very is very divided on a lot of different things a lot of key issues right. and this is just ultimately it's a release it's a, it's a it's, it relates to the fall of man and sin and ever since this country was quote-unquote founded and people brought over to this country um, against their will, 
or those who were brought over this country willingly or those who were brought over the country with um, un unbeknownst preconceptions. We've had issues and we've had political divides. And this country even founded on political divides. We had people who left England and other places to come here because they didn't have particular rights in the quote-unquote motherland. Um, so we still have people who are fighting for rights and who are having debates about do we have rights? Um, do we have freedom? Right. Um, do we have the choices and do we have the the, the the platforms available and the policies available for us to live a life that is, especially for us as Christians, pleasing to God and a blessing to our neighbor. Right. So what are your thoughts, you know, like on the climate kind of going around, like how things, I know you see things online. Um, we always see things in our whatever type of feed, mostly Facebook, well, Facebook and Twitter, the ones which really see a lot of people's opinions. So what are your thoughts on the political climate that's going on today? Um, I think it's, it's pretty heated. We're seeing um, a lot of different things coming out, which I think is kind of expected when we just think about elections. It's, it's, it's like a competition. And, you know, those that want to win, uh, most of them want to win by any means possible, which also include pulling up the dirt, the dirty, the history, right. um, anything that will taint the the view of the character of their opponent so that their opponent's votes would hopefully come over to them and that will make them the victor right. um, in this whole competition. Now, as far as Christians um, there are some saddening things that I've seen online, um, the way how people care about themselves, some of the language people have been using um, right. um, for them. You know, some people make the excuse, well, I'm just trying to show the depravity of man as if we don't already know it. But I mean, I guess I kind of understand it a little bit, but we have to be very careful in trying to show the depravity of man outside of what the Bible says. And a lot of things these days online is very graphic. It's very right. visual. Right. And um, I think some believers are doing more of an injustice in sharing the things that the world shares, um, just having their own views on it. Of course, maybe their motive is not wrong, but sometimes we really have to check our own motives. Even myself, I've, tried to be more careful about what I'm sharing. I guess the whole big thing these days is about checking your facts. As a right. Christian, I don't ever want to share anything that's false. Right. Um anything you that will want to. Yeah, anything that will like stir people up to to anger and sorrow that is based on lies. And sometimes it's very hard to really dis um discern discern whether things are true or not. Um, sometimes you have to go do a lot of searching. I know there's different sites people can go to, but um, all in all, I think we can celebrate even during all of this that at least for us here in America, that we still have um, that freedom to vote. For those right. of us that are of voting age and right. still have all our 
rights intact, um, we we're able to vote because you right. know, of course, historically there was a time where women couldn't vote and African Americans can vote. So right. you know, I would say I'm very grateful for that. Right. Um, and yeah, that's so. And yeah, we know. <laughs> and yeah, it's we have to look at, like I said, the, the climate of, of our times, but also we have to look at the historical um, arc of in our country. Mm-hmm. and how those things have brought us to where we are but hopefully us having a biblical worldview right. those things will be shaped by that and we can see God's hand in it and also we can see what are underlining issues that we should be um, speaking up on but really when we're talking about defining the problem we're going on during this time um, when it comes to politics or comes to political affiliations or when it comes to different ideologies and philosophies when it comes to how this country should be governed it's all about division and you know division is definitely taking place due to a lot of different circumstances and as Janil mentioned before then Christians that are having these very um, strong debates these very strong thoughts on what we should be voting for, who we should be voting for, and getting things all the time about, you know, <laughs> vote for this person, don't vote for this person. Man, and I think this year I've seen the most we've seen so about yeah. voting that it was almost like, what? Yeah. But it has been somewhat biased too, I guess, based on where we live. It's just right, been of kind course. of certain types of uh, candidates. But even online, like every time you seem to click on something is related to voting. And I think it just shows you that obviously voting should be um, a big deal to people. Um, But I think also just realizing that it's a a freedom that we have and something to exercise. I would never tell anyone that they, but I understand how people would say that, you know, on their ballot, they may be left some places blank. And that's a choice that we have. We shouldn't be mad at someone because it's like our choice that decided to fill out their ballot but certain areas they left blank because they didn't believe in either candidate now i think when we look at um you know we talk about like um was it prison reform and things like that like we need some reform with our political system and how that runs and who we have running it um and how we represent each other because i think for most of us, we kind of focus more on voting for the president and then maybe governor, things like that. Right. And we don't f- focus in on, on too many other okay. things yeah. locally. And um, Or even, in, I guess we are talking about earlier about the home, mm-hmm. because the home is basically a, it is, it is the, the, I'll say the, 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 um, Let's say the analogy, but the home is basically all of all these these different groups and these different organizations are based on kind of a home structure. So they're family made of up families. Of, of of different individuals. Yeah, and, and they're, but we all still have a connection. So it's like a family of families. So even I always kind of refer to politics as or modern politics as our as our modern day civil war, because it's a lot of families that are really at war with each other because of ideologies or what you believe on certain topics or certain certain things 
and it's causing a lot of division and it causes a lot of strife in not only our world but in our homes mm. so we have to look at you know what are our core beliefs ultimately from us personally because that's going to show in the direction we would vote Right. But I think ultimately, I think something I'm kind of making aside right here. Ultimately, it's it's a hard issue, right? And we should be loving, and we should be um, um, caring, and we should be charitable, no matter what we think about when it comes to voting. Even if you have a strong position, mm-hmm. you should still want to be able to communicate your thoughts with others, and not get into arguments, not get into these people going crazy and 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 destroying stuff and you right. should not be acting like animals when it comes oh, to wow, yeah. politics you know we should always say okay i may disagree with you i may even disagree mm-hmm. with you very strongly right but i still respect you and i still love you as my neighbor right. and i want to make sure that you have the uh, uh your uh, your opportunity to give your views and your opinions and thoughts right as well as i give my views and opinions and thoughts on even if i think you might be wrong <laughs> even if i think you might be wrong and that should go even to our homes husbands right. how do you communicate with your wives when there are divisions in your home if they have something which y'all are strongly against how do you communicate those things do you communi- communicate those things with love mm-hmm. do you communicate those things in showing respect to your spouse um or when you, you have different groups, yeah. y'all just start arguing and, and or fussing. sometimes people don't communicate it. They feel like, well, we can't even have that conversation. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times, even within families outside of the immediate family with husband, wife, and kids, we have people who may say, well, with my siblings or my mom and them, or you know, my daddy, you know, my cousins, I can't have uh, a conversation about politics because it's going to mm-hmm. go bad really quickly people may result to name calling right. calling people racist doing, basically or, doing stuff you should you know, not be doing yeah, that's not how you have a discussion right and it's it's these days it's so easy to just easily label someone um you know like a racist or to say someone is ignorant and all these things and and a lot of times we're not following biblical principles right. and commands um, and how we relate yeah. to each other. We should always seek to understand because none of us are perfect. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times people who disagree with us, they're seeing things based on like a limited view, a limited knowledge. Mm-hmm. And they wholeheartedly believe what they believe to be true based on that limited knowledge. And sometimes all it may really take is you having a good conversation and asking them probing questions and being able to present truth if you know it um, to be able to help that person see where you're coming from but even sometimes to um, have a change of heart have a change of mind like uh, this morning I saw someone posted about how in certain states people have the ability to make changes on you know who they selected on their ballots mm-hmm. um and i thought like oh okay it seemed kind of like last minute or whatever but you know we should have the ability to like change our minds right. change um our views you have the freedom to do that um, on certain things now ultimately we know that christ changes us in our hearts as far as the holy spirit um working in us we repent of our sins and believe jesus but you know 
just in general, when people are presented with new information, we should be able to look at that information and make some type of decision and not always just be like, well, my husband, he thinks that way. He always going to think that way. Or my wife, she thinks that way. She always going to think that way. Right. Um, this is just a sad situation. And, you know, Don't that know division, yeah, that division is going to hurt you in the long run as far as are you able to fully love and um, care for that person when there's that, um, I don't know what you would call it, but just just that thorn mm. um, that caused like bitterness and mm. anger yeah. to like seep in um, into your relationship. And it can really right. just affect just the way you love that person. Right. And it's like I said, it goes back to what you believe and, and how do you treat people when you have differences? And hopefully, um, we can get better at doing that mm. because there shouldn't be some big split. And you see how people get divorced because there's ideological differences, as those put on their, you know, divorce papers, ir- irrece- irre- irreconcilable differences. I'm like, right. what is so irreconcilable? Can you say that word? Irreconcilable. Irreconcilable <laughs> about your your marriage that supposedly God brought together. Mm-hmm. But of course, we know that everybody have different opinion when it comes to that. But I think the whole idea about these differences that we have, we all have preferences. We all have different principles that we grew up in. We all have different things um, from not only a, a national perspective. Um, right. We have different churches and how they believe. You even go to some churches, they they have a certain platforms which they're they're holding to or a certain party that they're holding to at a church mm-hmm. and you'll see they'll invite different people that's just in that party at that church so it's right. almost like swinging the votes in that way right. so you well know, one thing i will say about our church since we've been there is there's never been a political they never use the pulpit as right a they never use the pulpit as a political way to vote for either one party or one candidate or the other. However, we have had a number of candidates come in and um, they've even eaten with us. Like when we would add fellowship and we would talk and, you know, have conversations, but it wouldn't be like the place where you can come and campaign. Right. And plus um, you have people, you know what they believe because they are very, you have people who are very vocal at our Mm -hmm. church. We have people who post pictures on, on um, Facebook. Right. So you kind of know where they go, what they vote for, right. or what they're voting, or they um, speak on their opinions on there, because that's a you know an open forum where people can, you know, they can share their opinions. Right. But even in that, you should always make sure that you know that you love your neighbor, you love the people that right. you're even um, disagreeing with, right. and that that this that you won't have a quote unquote house divided. Mm-hmm. because of those things and, and i it, think even just your speech in in sharing those things because yeah we could come off the as where and... we're you know better than others because we've decided to select a certain platform candidate um and we know and, people are going to think that anyway because even people think that if you say that you're a christian people think oh you think you're better than me because you're a christian right. and i think that stems from just a prop an un um for one, you talked about not uh, not having a proper understanding or knowledge of certain right. things, because if you your theology is off, 
then people are going to perceive that as being what it is mm-hmm. or, or what you have given it out to be. Because we should be some of the most gracious and we should be some of the most humble people in the world mm-hmm. knowing that it's not of us that we were saved in the first place. Right. That was only who Christ saved us and we were dead in sins. So there's a verse which popped up when Janelle talked about house being a house divided, which kind of deals with that. And it's from Mark 3, 23 to 27, which says, And he called them to him and said to them in parables, and that's Christ, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, lest he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. And basically, he was talking about, you know, he was trying to let people know about himself that he can't be to say that he's against some uh, something that's evil and him being evil. That really didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we have to be able to stand for some. We can't stand for a particular um, causes, but then end up knocking the, the chair out of or the legs out from under us and, and destroying our own um, position. That's in other words, you can't be lying and you can't be. Um, um, twisting things around mm-hmm. because it doesn't it doesn't equal you end up basically um, destroying yourself and basically making yourself out to be a liar. And I think when looking at politics, we know that certain candidates run on a certain platform, and those platforms we can look at what are our values. And if our values are based on what Christ's word says, then mm-hmm. we can look and make. A decision to have some discernment to say if God says that this is a sin right then there's no way that we can in our right mind say I will support this candidate or this platform right in going forward with what they're doing now that is not to say that if someone does vote for a platform like that that they're not a Christian because God is the one in control of that. He's the one who gives mercy to whom he gives mercy. He gives mercy and grace to whom he does. And, you know, who's to say that it's not in God's will that we have that type of ruler. But in our minds and in our hearts and in our conscience, I don't want to vote in such a ruler. I don't know God's mind, like his, you know, the future as he does. And we're saying the word ruler or that would, that would be basically anybody who's a, president yeah, a world leader yeah. um a, a, a king or queen or something like that so that's what we get that from i think um romans 13 so we're we're saying that you know for one god is in control of all things and our theology is always going to dictate that because if you see guys being in control of all things you understand that no one no matter who's in power i'm i shouldn't get flustered mm-hmm. and i shouldn't get all worked up and bothered and want to pull my hair out right. because so-and-so is in office or I don't care if it was Obama or because it's Trump, you know, I'm still, God is still in control. He's still on the throne. Absolutely. So because of that, I don't have to, I mean, I like a particular person in, in office. I mean, I agree with the particular person's politics, but I want to see my country get better. I want to see things um, become um, better for, for one, me as a Christian, mm-hmm. I want my rights to be, um, protected and right. I want my the church's rights to be protected oh so, yeah that kind of go, goes back to us looking at um, 
what's the purpose of our government? I right, think right. when you um, brought that up, it's like, there, I know there's a lot of things that a lot of people believe like, hey, the government should not be in our business about certain things. But you know what? The government has gotten in our business because we have allowed that. Right, we've allowed that. Um, we've made so, them. We made them bigger than they should have been. Right. And because of that, a lot of the things which are going on in our country, we have to almost submit to them. Right. And but I it, think it's a struggle. Which is for power. Anyway. Yeah. You know, let me read this in Romans 13 because okay. this is kind of getting to us, and a lot of people even debate this. Mm-hmm. But I want to just read this, and I need us to think about. You know who God is, mm-hmm. who we are, and how we are to deal with those who are in political leadership, even in our country now and right. during these times. But I think ultimately we should pray. We also should just keep everybody in prayer. But it says in Romans thirteen one through seven, let every person be subject to the governing to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Mm. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will be received his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed mm-hmm. so that's romans 13 1 through 7 i could have gone on um through that but i wanted to stop right there mm-hmm. so government is actually an institution of god just like family is an institution of god right just like church is an institution of god these are the main three institutions that god has brought into our society and our world so government is not a problem it's just how we have um made government become what government has become i guess how we structure it and certain things we vote for don't vote for different structures people like than Mm -hmm. others you hear people talk about communism and stuff like that different structures are different and they benefit some people more than others right and they are against certain ideologies Mm -hmm. um um for um of one some more than others so you have to in those you submit to your authorities but ultimately, our ultimate authority is God. Right. And we even know that if there is an authority that goes against the will of God and, and basically goes against what God has um, told us as Christians to, right. to live and how we should act, we should then be able to speak out against those things right. because yeah. they or are they are um, going against mm-hmm. what God has given us right. as Christians to follow him. So we could then protest or we can um, speak out, we can write letters, we can do all the things we need to do to say, no, you're going against um, my rights to to honor the God who's given you your rights and your abilities. And I think just when you kind of say that, because we we can't just have 
just some individuals right. doing certain things because we know that a lot of things kind of get decided upon or voted based on number. I think my view on voting a little bit has changed because I, I think for me it would be like, well, hey, there's no candidates that I really see or like or whatever or for. And I think at some point it was like, okay, well, I'm just not going to vote. Um, however, I have since realized like, no, that's not um, necessarily the right thing to do. Um, or the right way to think about or it. Or the right way to maybe think about it. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, somebody is still going to get selected and, and you want to kind of think like, well, who am I going to help get into office right and ultimately we have to understand and, yeah just bring and then, this up. oh yeah oh, i guess also that made me just think about should we be selecting a christian as a leader mm, yeah right but go ahead with what you um that, that's very good um because that's something that you and your spouse really should talk about you know this is still about communication right um how do how do y'all communicate about politics and if do you if you don't why don't you mm. um because we're talking about our leaders from local all the way up to national mm. and you should be talking about these different things what are some of the issues that you may hold to that your spouse may hold may not hold to and just discussing those things and 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 figuring out you know how how do we look at these greater issues mm -hmm. from our, from each other's point of view and just maybe get to learn more about them so yeah, do you and your spouse agree on the same politics, values, policies, issues, laws and candidates? You know, you may have differences, but it's okay to have differences, but at least be able to speak to each other lovingly about that. Mm -hmm. And for us as Christians, there are, like Janelle mentioned before earlier, there are some issues which we're going to look at. Do these things go against the law and will of God? Mm -hmm. And if these the issues, yeah, yeah, if these things go against the law and will of God and the, those principles of God that are in scripture, mm -hmm. then, then I have to look at, you know, that may be, I, I it's kind of difficult because you, you want to vote your conscience. Right. You want to pray about it. And, pray that you're making the right decision but ultimately mm -hmm. you want to look at what the scriptures say right and there are sometimes you have to look at it as as especially as a christian and you look at are these platforms um congruent with what to the word of god mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to be like you know what this particular platform is not is not congruent to the word of god it's, mm -hmm. it's not it, it does it does not help right and this platform helps um, when it comes to these key issues, and I'm not right. just talking about just general issues that people have um, in in the nation, but some of these key issues mm. that um, Christians so really. So, like, what what are some of those? I, key I think, issues? like, for example, when you're talking about the um, the right to life or abortion, right? We're talking about women's right, quote unquote, women's rights. Um, abortion in itself is killing of a child. Mm -hmm. Right. And what what do you consider a child? Like we would say, we, we believe that a child is a child at conception. Right, right. Because the, the, the body is developing. Mm -hmm. And we don't just wait till it's a fully grown crying baby outside the womb to say, yeah, that's a child. Right. Because we understand that the whole process in the development of that of that baby. Yeah, it's still, it's still a baby. It's still a baby. <laughs> it's still a human. It's still having those right. organs that are, that are pumping blood um, mm -hmm. yeah, they had the heartbeat rule I think for some places 
But mm-hmm. we talking still about an image bearer, and I think the, the whole Im- idea of image. the heartbeat rule right. and the the fetus or embryo They're trying stage, to make these. It's, it's yeah. man trying to 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 come up with what they feel is right, basically, right. Right, based course. on their own limited um, knowledge of things, but also just their denial of right. of things, and that goes back to the heart. You know, right. are we gonna deny that? A baby at a certain stage in in life although um you know we don't deny if and i don't know if the law has changed but i remember that at some point if someone murdered a woman that was pregnant regardless of what stage she was in right like you murdered two you know two people right. and because of the you know homicide. we don't get to play god and pick and choose when we want to decide when a life okay this is different than us talking about taxes and who should be taxed more right. or taxed less That's but totally this is a thing. human being and you know i can't go along with someone else that that's more focused on a woman's right to be able to murder her own child and that's what it is um yeah, i sympathize or was yeah. it sympathize empathize with women who have a situation where they may feel that way but regardless mm-hmm. you're still committing a murder right and there regardless are people... of the circumstances in which that child was conceived right um and which are not which truthfully is not in that um people talking about the rape or some type of incest, incest or something yeah. like that and that's not even the majority reason why people um, are, are getting pregnant and having abortions. Right. Uh, we, and that's just right. the truth. People, it's not like rapes are going on all the time. Right. Those are just the people who are having abortions. No. Right. So we, but I think we, we also be being able to speak to truth to people because having a child is not the worst thing in the world. And having a child out of uh, a situation like that is definitely, um, it, it's, a dif- it's a difficult situation, but nothing that is beyond the love and care and comfort of the Lord. And that's why knowing the Lord is so vital um, you know what the to our lives. And, you know and even knowing say about what the people. scripture right. says about human beings, right. realizing that, yes, this could be a very tough situation, but God will see you through. Um, and they're born in the image of God, too. Right. They're image bearers of God as well. And, and being able to focus in on what's true, I think, is what a lot of people need to do rather than focusing on what's wrong or you know the hurt and the pain because a lot of people are hurting and in pain um and that hurt and pain then leads to anger because we don't have the right um understanding the right knowledge of who god is and and our need our great need for him right yeah that's true so when it comes to this let's just get even further into it um, I put down, you know, voting, is it a right or a privilege? And we kind of talked about this before, mm-hmm. um, about having the right to vote and the, and a privilege. And we even looked at, um, you know, that a privilege is a special right. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear people talking about quote unquote white privilege, which there, you know, there may be certain things because they're in a majority or, you know, um, the numbers wise, but you know, nobody has a privilege when it comes to voting, even though people try and make those things. Everybody has the right to vote. Right. And you I think can, that's why you have a lot of people going out there 
because I think a lot of people are realizing that regardless of what's happening in the past, what's happened in history, mm -hmm. we have to be able to move forward. Right. And the only way we're gonna move forward is to start doing things differently, to start thinking differently. Um, ultimately, right. those of us who, um, you know, submit to Christ, ultimately, we know that that's the solution to all things. That, right, most You know, the, our prayer is that those that don't know Christ will come to know him because that changes everything. That changes the way you think, right. the way you speak, and the way you act. When you talk about, oh, loving your neighbor or loving this other person or caring about other people, it's no way that's going to totally come from someone who does not submit to Christ. They don't right. even have the mind to think like that. Right. So I put down that, you know, your right to vote isn't a mandate, you know, thus, you know, you can exercise that right or not. And at this point in history, no one group is more privileged than another in the voting booth. So you have the right to vote. And sometimes people make it seem that as, hey, these people died for your right to vote. So you need to go out there and vote. And yes, you can go out there and vote. But guess what? You can exercise that right to vote or you can exercise that right not to vote. And you should be able to speak, still be able to speak on the top. People, some people say that, you know, just because of oh, you don't vote, you don't have the right to talk on. I'm like, I'm a man. I'm a citizen of this country because I'm a citizen of the United States of America. I have um, I, I can speak on any topic because I have the freedom of speech. And we look at our constitutional rights and we look at all these other things that we can do in this country as being citizens of this country. And I have the right to speak my mind about anything I want to. Mm -hmm. So that goes even like your, politics. Free, your freedom of speech. My freedom of speech. <laughs> all your freedoms people that we have. People try to limit freedoms. your freedom of speech. And, you know, I know some people are trying to change what some of those freedoms should be. Mm -hmm. um, and it said, you know, I think there are people who are part of the Libertarian Party. They really believe in freedoms. And they believe that you have the you have the freedom to do as you as you please mm. when it comes. And but that can be kind of as you tricky. Please. Well, I think it's the freedoms like you like. When it comes to we we're talking about abortion, mm -hmm. women is they are free to have the freedom to do what they want, whether it's right or wrong. Like you have the freedom to believe what you want, whether it's however one or not. with abortion though, it it your your freedom is infringing on somebody else's, else's freedom, freedom, right? So, Which that's another yeah. thing where you have this it's a tricky and I even saw how some politicians were trying to play both roles. And yeah. that's very difficult. You can't say that this person Devils, has the freedom. Yeah. And not even the devil's okay. advocate. They have the freedom to choose what they do with their own body. It was funny. They can do what they want to do with their own body, but that body inside their body is another person's body, right. not their body. Right. So what you're trying to do to somebody else's body, that that child inside has freedoms too, even mm -hmm. though not been born. And that's kind of like some people believing, you know, they have that 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 teeter totter, mm -hmm. and they don't know what to. do to do or how to make right. make that out so and, you have yeah. to be, understand that we do have the freedoms and we do have the rights to vote um but no one it has a more one more of a right to vote than another person inside of the voting booth mm -hmm. um next yeah. let's talk about about you know when we're voting should we vote for a christian candidate and i put you know, not exact. No, not we're not to vote for a Christian, but we should look at. If that's the case, their, then I guess we wouldn't be. Voting. We wouldn't really be voting for anybody. <laughs> Truthfully, we're just right. to only vote for Christians, even though there are um, certain political parties that are out there that are um, even Christian um, based. They look at um, uh, uh, Christ as being one who's truly in control, 
and they are right. they're more Christian based parties. Right. But they and may you not could be vote for that. Main party. But when you're yeah. looking at your political and the system, how voting is, we know that unfortunately, it's it's mostly a two party system. Compared, but even though we have multiple parties, you have the Green Party, Independent Party, mm-hmm. Constitutional Party, all these different parties out there. But you have to understand that you know, in our society, we have to look at what are some of the, these bigger issues that are at hand, and how can we really affect change in these. But you, for one, you have the you have the um, the ability and the right to vote for anybody you want to vote for. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to be able to try also be able to bring in people who have similar thoughts that we as Christians um, have and vote towards that in those platforms right. that we see is going to benefit um, our voice because we believe that you know if if if, if those um, um, platforms are put into office we'll have a more stable government we'll have a government that's not impending upon our rights and we'll have a government that that will bring more peace and stability to our country but mm. that's even something we have to just pray about that yeah, God will bring peace yeah uh, I can't see a political party bringing um, because we have people bringing peace because we have people we have people varying, varying views, views. So, so there'll be people who are going to disagree yeah. with you could you know just to bring out something that's going on in our world right now just kind of tie it up you know Trump is a very polarizing person in this election and there are some people who actually hate him. And I'm talking about they disagree with his policies or they may disagree with a platform or disagree with a vote. They disagree with the man, period, and will look in his whole entire history to make a point about who he is now. Mm-hmm. And I would say we that's a that's really unfair because you don't want people looking at your history mm-hmm. and say, Okay, judging you for who you are now with what you did oh when my, you were twenty years none of us. twenty years old. <laughs> because then uh, all of us None of us have faults. Nobody's perfect. And we've done a lot of things mm-hmm. which, you know, people try and bring that up. Mm-hmm. We, we would not be voted for because of what we did when we were kids. Or right. We were younger. We were less wise. We right. were ignorant. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people doing that with, with Trump or with Biden or anybody else who are trying to become, those are the main two trying to become president at this time in, mm. in 2020. Look, look. <laughs> but, um, so it seems, but always, there's always remember, there's yes, always things in the background going yeah, there's, on. Yeah, there's always um, things. And I think that's one thing we can say <laughs> as a couple, you know, we don't have to go through somebody else to communicate with each other. Because right. I think ultimately when we um, vote and elect people, they're communicating on our behalf. Right. And if I feel a certain way about something, no one's going to communicate why would I want somebody mean. else that's communicating the opposite to represent me? Right. Like that makes absolutely no sense. However, I do realize that sometimes you may feel a certain way about one thing and then in the other area, that person may be all for what you're saying. Right. And at that point, you got to use discernment to see, well, which thing do I value more? Right. According to word of God, which thing is of most worth to the kingdom, to God that is most pleases to him? Now, of course, if things seem to be, you know, equal, like I think when we look at, um, you know, people want to talk about, well, I want my student loans paid off. Like, who does it? I mean, <laughs> right, right. but in the reality of things, like we always tell our kids, we like free things. Most people do. 
or they like things that are discounted. Nobody wants to pay full price most of the time. Right. Ask, ask your small business owners. Right. But Even at the people. same time, you have to realize if I'm not paying for it, somebody else is. Mm. And in our country, when things get passed on, like even with people saying, well, raising the living wage. Yeah, I'm all for it. That sounds great. I, you know, at one point worked for below the uh, living wage and, you know, have family members as well. However, that now means somebody's going to be that cost is going to go off to somebody else. Right. Somebody else is going to feel the pinch, whether it's employers um, laying off some people to pay a few people. And then now those people are going to be overworked. You know, if that's what we want, then, you know, that's every, what we're going to get. Every action produces an opposite and equal reaction. And sometimes you don't know that when you're when you're wanting to go against something. Right. Specific like yeah. that, like you talk about that within. And then you also can't be saying that then go in and say, well, I'm against big business. Mm -hmm. But then you have to, if you want to raise the um, the wage, right. those Who's big businesses are going to have to make the decision, yeah. okay, well, then I'm going to have to cut jobs. Right. I'm going to have to probably put in new technology where I don't have people right. doing these things. Right. I'll have a robot doing it because I don't have to worry about it. Right. Or I have to do things where I have to um, get work overseas. Or pass it on to or, the consumer. Pass on to the consumer. Or get yeah. work done overseas rather than in the country. So there's other things you have to look at. There are other costs which come into play. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't think about that. You have to think um, wholly about those things. Mm. And that's why, I, from as a Christian, we want to be able to think wholly about all these situations. Right. And like don't just follow, don't just follow yeah. a situ, um, uh, a, a political party or a platform just, just it because good. or just because it sounds good or just because you that's what your family been voting for. Or that's what your friends, those who are around you, who went to school with, been doing. So you're just kind of following the line. Actually yeah. looking at things, especially as a Christian, look at what are all these points that they're talking about. What are their talking points? What are their mm. what are their voting points? How's that going to affect issues? you in the long and run? And those yeah. things, I was telling Janelle, those things should really be the first things we look at before we look at a, um, look at how a person acts. Because the persons can change in their, their they act. They sure like, can. They could change parties. Yeah, and there are people who change, change yeah. parties or... Yeah. They have grown. Right, they could have been yeah. very immature when they were younger, and now they're more mature. People can change within a year. Yeah. It doesn't have to take 10, 20 years for somebody to change how Absolutely. they how they behave. They can change it. You can watch them as they get older. You know, this this person is not like that. Right. And then there are some people who, who get older and they become, you know, wilder or your mm. perception. But you also want to look into things for yourself and not let people or even the media dictate what you should do mm -hmm. as a person who's voting. Right. Um, and but this is going to the solution to all of this. And Janelle mentioned through it, mentioned this throughout this episode, is that ultimately God is a solution um, through Christ. That when we put our faith and trust in Him, we don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be anxious about right. what tomorrow brings. We don't have to worry about who's going to be voted for. Is my candidate going to win? If this other candidate wins, will my vote, will my rights um, uh, not be there? Will, uh, will I not will I not have um, um, freedoms that I thought I would have mm -hmm. we understand that our freedom first is in Christ right. so no matter what happens in this world we are free in him and because of that we can move freely in this world and continue to proclaim the gospel right. and also we have to um, understand that you know because of that you know we love God and we love our neighbor Right. and right. it will help us then that even though I disagree with you you know 
I can still speak to you. I can still be cordial to you. Mm-hmm. And that not only goes on to political, it goes back to what I was saying earlier, that it starts in the home. Right. How we communicate with our spouse, with our children, yeah. how we teach our children to communicate with one another, um, how we teach them about the things that's going on in the world so they can have an understanding, so then they could be loving to want other people that they meet in the streets or at church or in a store or wherever they may be right. so they could show these type of um uh have these type of attributes and these type of attitudes to people so that they can see the love of christ in us mm. so we want to definitely make sure that we love god we love our neighbor which right. is our close neighbors our, our family yeah our spouse, our the, spouse. One you, look, the one you sleep in the bed with most definitely but look some some married people don't sleep in the same bed but that's yeah. a whole different that's a whole topic. different topic it's a whole different topic <laughs> yeah but i wanted to kind of just touch on the whole love your neighbor because i think some people look at well if you love me you're gonna come on my side and you're going to agree right. with all the things i agree and that that's not crazy. what loving is no. now i think loving is listening to somebody's right. point of view trying to understand where they're coming from, what is their understanding or lack of understanding, what is their heart, you know, in that certain circumstance and being able to care for them based Mm -hmm. on um, their needs in that situation. So, you know, love is, is, is an action word. It's very interesting, but I think a lot of times when we think, oh, you love me. And even I think in a um, husband and wife situation, Oh, my spouse doesn't love me because he doesn't let me say whatever I want to say or do whatever I want to do or think however I want to think. You know, if your spouse loves you and they see error in the way you're doing things or thinking about things, they should love you by saying something. Now, they can't make you change. Nobody can make us change except the Holy Spirit working in us. But if we say we have the Holy Spirit, that should um be displayed in the way we think about things the way we uh speak about things and the way mm-hmm. we act on things and although it won't be perfect thank you lord that you know jesus has covered it all that's why we could say when we see um riotings when we see division and all of that we know that jesus has got it mm-hmm. he's already done the finished work we just have to rely on him trust in him repent of our sins and follow his word right. obey and trust him right. he calls us if we're anxious to pray right yeah so i'm kind of ended with this last verse and then we kind of kind of conclude but when some of romans 13 i read one through seven but eight through ten is kind of what janelle is talking about what i've been talking about throughout this whole episode which says oh no one anything except to love each other For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not commit murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. Mm. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. Love Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. So ultimately, you know, we love God, we want to glorify God, we trust and obey Him, we please Him, we praise Him, and that will cause us to love our neighbor and that in turns when it comes to voting we want to love our neighbor even in our vote it's not voting should be a selfish ordeal it should be one in which you want to help your 
local government. You want to help your national government. You want to help the nation. Mm -hmm. And we do that by voting. We say, okay, I believe in this platform. I believe it's going to be a, a benefit. Right. It's going to be a help. Yeah. And But you have to know what's being said because, yes, everybody has differences of opinion, but there are just some... Um, thoughts there are some opinions that there are, are some that are ungodly and there are some that just make more sense and there are some that feel that will work more mm -hmm. like i said we're talking about those critical right. issues there are some topics you have different opinion okay let's see what let's see if their um their thing go works and it, it may work or not mm -hmm. and that's where y'all have to deal with the the presidency or any other governments right. you know we're, we're voting this person and if they get in office You'll see if they work or not, because if they have been doing good things throughout their their tenure, then they'll be voted back again. If not, then they'll be voted out. So we shouldn't worry about these things. We should just pray. My trust in God, pray for your country, pray for our the people we elect, mm -hmm. even if you don't agree with them. Right. As a Christian, I should still pray for them that they will be wise in their decisions. Mm -hmm. And we should pray for our neighbors. We should pray for our families and we should pray um, ultimately as Christians for the church that she will that she will um, continue to seek God and seek his ways other than our own ways. Mm. And also just being able to do that for your spouse as well. And I just wanted to interject. Um, voting is just one aspect of politics. Right. You know, there's other things that we can do and mm -hmm. getting involved, getting to know um, our politicians um the people that hold political offices getting to know them right um personally because it's more than just a platform a lot of times you know there's individual people individual right. hearts um they all need to hear the gospel regardless of their current state right um god calls us to to share the gospel and in obedience we do that um and you know, for even myself, I know that I've fallen short in doing that um, and doing that consistently. But I have been praying. I know he also calls us to pray and to pray for opportunities to be able to share um, and to share the truth at all times. Right. Most definitely. So we definitely want you to, if you haven't, um, that you'll get out and vote, that you will definitely vote your conscience if you feel um, that you have that right to vote that you will go out there and vote and that you um, will will think about who you're voting for the platforms you're voting for and if these things honor God and you have the right to vote but also remember that if you don't like any of the things that are going out there you have the right not to vote you should not feel bullied into voting voting is not something you should be bullied into it should be something that you and your clear of conscience your clear of mind that you look at the things and try and be honoring of God on who you're voting for and thinking about um, the different issues that are on, going on in our country and in our local um, governments. And hopefully that whatever we do, we will keep um, loving our neighbor as ourselves. that we'll continue to pray for our, our, our nation and our government and those around us. And we'll continue to love one another and um, as Christ um, has loved us by dying for us on the cross so thank you again for listening to a love worth dying for podcast you can support the podcast by not only checking out our growing catalog you can also like share and comment on the episodes 
Make sure to also subscribe to us on Anchor or whatever platform you choose to check out our content. Also follow us on social media. We're on all social media's main the main ones. The links um, to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are in a profile and episode description. You can also support us by sending donations through Anchor or Coffee. And we are grateful for your continued generosity to us as and our podcast. So until next time, we are love we're dying for. I am Joseph. And Janelle Banks. And hope you have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Love Worth Dying For or email us at a love worth dying for at gmail.com. So until next time, grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.